I'm more comfortable now. What's happening, guys? Nothing Lose Podcast. I'm Tony, joined with my co-host, Joey, and our, what would you call Roy? Like Honorary uh, co-host. They're, they're, Honorary I like co-host. that. I like that. Honorary co-host. Like, like, yeah. Like, who are we having on? Nobody. Uh, you, Roy! Roy! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Roy on. It's nah. just, uh, but, uh, thanks the, just, I don't know. Roy yeah. comes in, and we're, we're more mellow. It's just like, if it was me and Joey every episode, I think it would be... Yeah, it would just it would be circles and circles about corn and dogs. Corn, 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 corn. For the listeners, I texted Joey earlier last week and I asked him, "Hey, you want a podcast this week?" Obviously, and he's like, "Yeah, Friday." I'm like, "Okay, what time?" And it literally says corn o'clock, <laughs> and I'm like, "Okay, great. What time is that though?" <laughs> so if you're listening and you know what corn o'clock is, then obviously oh, you're on. Oh man, you're on Joey's clock. If you <laughs> you're on my clock, about to be on my. Uh, I want to excuse to the people <laughs> watching us on YouTube. I'm sorry that you hear a fan in the background, but it's hot as fuck, and we have to have a fan or else we'll be sweating in here. Yes. Yeah. So Ooh, it's yeah, hot. Listen uh, to the audio if you. <laughs> yeah, my family, they just called me and their power went out, and they're, it's like 100 degrees over there, so it's just Ooh, that? no fans, no nothing. Riverside? Riverside? Riverside. Yeah. No. Riverside. Riverside. There's no river either. There's, <laughs> there is no side of a river if there's no river. Was yeah. there a river at one point? I don't know. Global That's warming. A good question. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> that is a good question. Let's Google it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, speaking of things that I want to Google, you know, like, okay, go, go ahead, and I'll tell you what I'm thinking and what I googled, and go ahead. Okay, go first. Same time. One, two, I wanted three. to know. The, I wanted to know the top three things that were googled. That's what you wanted to know. And I googled it. Oh no, I oh, was. Good. I just. I just want to talk about uh, the NBA Finals. Okay currently and uh tonight is game five so toronto could take it all so but yesterday kd was game yes five. so if KD you're listening, might come back yeah you might come back in game five mm-hmm. but the finals that that's cool go raptors uh go back to episode whatever and i called this guy i called it i called it before the season <sighs> even began i called it anyway um Fun i want to talk about i want to talk about drake what about drake what do you mean? What about? Where do you want to start? Let's say I think that's what we're always thinking about. Yeah, go ahead. Drake at the finals is what I want to talk about. Okay, elaborate. Uh, he's he's fucking wild. He's he's wild and out. He is uh, what he he uh, got in an argument with Steph Curry. He wore Del Curry's jersey, which is Steph's dad, who used to play on for the Raptors two thousand two to two thousand five, on Game One, signed. Uh, he picked a piece of lint out of Steph's hair and then sold it on eBay. Um, he got in a he he called I think Clay trash or Draymond trash. Draymond trash. Yeah, he, they were he walking out. Called him yeah. trash, and then to Clay, uh, he did the hotline bling shit <laughs> in his face because Clay before the game was like, I don't give a fuck about no Drake and because it was the Bay Area. Uh-huh. <laughs> yep. Yep, so he's doing it for the he's oh doing it for god. the hype, man. Album he, coming soon. This is he, all the pre-op for oh the album. Oh god. I I don't know, but like it is wild watching the games and then it's like seeing Drake because he's the uh, worldwide ambassador for for the Raptors. He he has a seat with the team on courtside. 
he has a seat right next to the to the scoring bench, right? And he is just like straight up. I don't know. He's in it. He's part of it. He's the. He's literally the. So what, what do they have? Fifteen people on the roster. Oh yeah, right. So he's a sixteen. Uh huh. Uh huh. <laughs> so sixteen. That that being said, um, sportsmanship mm-hmm. versus enthusiasm. Mm-hmm. Do you think that like Drake kind of has? a little bit of leeway to act this way or do you think he's just being completely inappropriate what do you guys think Mm. uh probably you know just for his celebrity it's not out of the norm but for a regular person yeah i think it's out of character he's wilding out now he's doing it because he's drake and he can do it and he's gonna get away with it and he's basically Toronto has been his city, so he's going to rep his city. It's like, yeah. think about it this way. If San Diego was, if we had a major sports team that was in, in it to win it, like whoever, rapper at the time or any celebrity here would be there wilding out. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. Did you guys know that Drake has Did you know? two tattoos dedicated to two Golden State Warriors? No. He's got number 30 for Steph and number 35 for, is that Draymond? Draymond's 23. Uh, who's, who's 35? KD, is it? I, isn't KD thirty? Anyway, he has he has two tattoos dedicated to Golden State Warrior players because I don't know you because t- he's a fan and then all of a sudden he's oh yeah he's the biggest fanboy like he'll jump on any team like he'll rock your jerseys remember like he was oh you mean with like Duke and everybody yeah. else yeah all right but but still though you know like how are you gonna clown on people that you literally have no tattoo for yeah that's like you know me getting a tattoo. Of like the of Yankees, and then yeah, Kevin Durant's number thirty-five. KD, okay, yeah. yeah. So he's got thirty and thirty-five on his arms, which we'll we'll move on. But I feel like KD is gonna be a no-show tonight, anyways. So if it hap- if he showed up, then hey, I was wrong. But I don't, I don't, I don't think he's gonna play. You really don't though, think he's gonna play, even though they say he's gonna play. Like I feel like it's gonna be game time. It's what half an hour away. But yeah, if he didn't play, I was right. If he did, I was wrong. Okay. Yeah. I'll we should we should we should move on for sports right before. Oh yeah, before this, this turns into a sports, sports podcast. podcast. <laughs> oh. oh my god, dude. <laughs> that sports podcast was supposed to happen. Was it? Yeah. Remember Eric Myers like tried to oh, pull that yeah. out there and yeah. Myers mindset. Where you at? Where Where are you at? Anyway, um, couple couple other things that we want to talk about. Um. Dun, dun, dun. Today's dun, 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 theme dun, 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 dun. is brought to you by no. Uh, did you know that if you, you use the code Nothing Lose Podcast, you can save nothing at <laughs> nothing.com. <laughs> you can save nothing at <laughs> zero dollars. <laughs> no. Um, okay, so lately it seems that a lot of people I know, myself included, have been going through a lot of professional struggle. Um, I think that's just how it is in the San Diego market, but. Going through a lot of things like doubting what you're capable of, uh, not going for jobs because you automatically think that you're underqualified, you know, and just kind of going through the motions of just what it is to, you know, be a young professional. Young professional. So today's theme is going to be about knowing your worth, right? And it's like knowing exactly what you can contribute and what you could bring to the table in regards to being productive and helpful and just a superstar all around. A1, since day one. Uh-huh. So, 
Roy, have, have you ever like had a time where you were at a job that you just like completely didn't think that you were good enough for? Oh yeah. Um, when I was, I was tempor for a temporary amount of time. I was a uh, marketing assistant for a hair transplant company and I knew nothing. And I just, I don't know, just, I'm, I'm always hard on myself. So when I would be around the coworkers, it would just, I don't know, just had self-doubt not knowing what I was doing. Was it just you know. being hard on yourself or did you have people around you who like never congratulated you on a win, but always pointed out your flaws? Ooh. Ooh. Yeah, actually, um, they would not, I wasn't really there for that long anyway, but just, they would just talk about me in the office mm -hmm. and you can get a vibe of like when people are talking about you. Yeah, of course. Um, but yeah, I mean... Nothing too hard or not, no awards or anything like that. Yeah. No. What about you? Knowing my worth all the time. Every every place I worked in, you know, I, I being Mexican and just being, like, just doubted in anywhere. So even when I started, I, I my first real, real job was a security. That was, it was weekend, so I didn't get really into it. But, like, once I hit, like... My first retail job was Home Depot, and then there I felt like I was already like having to prove myself more than others. Yeah. And that's when I felt like that was, like I don't want to say the racial card, but it was more of a like, hey, I'm Mexican, and I'm gonna have to work my ass harder than somebody that could get handed stuff because I was passing yeah. on a promotion three times when I should have deserved it. I finished college, and I asked them like, hey, I'm ready for full time. They're like, we'll let you know when something's available. Yikes! Dipped out, went to the place that I was in PB told that guy when he interviewed me, I'm like, hey, in a year you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna promote me. Like I told him straight up. He's like, No, it's kinda hard to get promoted around here. A year later I got promoted there. And then I where I'm at right now, I have the same mindset now. Like I it it's it shuffled though, cause like for the last two years I've been chilling. Cause I've been like, I'm good. I think I'm good and I was trying to be complacent and now I'm I'm going back to like I know my worth. Yeah. And I know I have to get up there again. Yeah. So now I'm into that it's a saying, it's Max Tuning, ever forward. Like, that's always in my mindset, ever forward. So I'm always having to move forward and know my worth in any, everything I do in every aspect. Because for the last two years, I have shifted my worth to more of a physical challenges and like, hey, let's see if I can run marathons, see if I can do Spartans and all of that. Yeah. And to find the balance of both, it was, it was hard for me because I was just like, okay, let me just settle myself in a career-wise aspect mm -hmm. and then work on this on the side. But now I'm trying to do both at the same time. I'm actually like, hey, I got to build my career. I can't just be. Because now you hang out with people and you hear people's stories. Like even when we have guests on here, I'm like, damn, like I see a guest here. And I'm like, that could be me and Joey, but we're not knowing our worth and we're not putting that extra effort that we could be. Yeah. So because we're just going with the flow. So I think this is like the time where the last conversations that me and Joey have been having over text is just like, it's hit us both. Like, even though I'm telling Joey, it's hitting me too. Like, I'm talking to myself in a way. So, just for the listeners, you know, um, I've been going through a really rough time at my current position. Um, I don't know, man. You know, it's there's been a couple things that have happened that really, really make me or made me doubt my worth and, you know, my accomplishments and things that I'm capable of and my overall potential. Um, so that, that happened recently, like really, really recently, uh, where the whole weekend, it just kind of messed me up a little bit. 
Um, I'm thankful for friends, you know, like Roy and Tony, Jen also, you know, my mom, she's always holding it down. But for people who don't have such a strong support system like I, can we make some suggestions for how they could kind of like re-up on themselves and realize that, you know, they're, they're not the person that other, you know, other people think they are. They're better than that. They deserve more than that. And yeah. Uh, you my know? suggestion, I'll go first. And Roy can think about it. Yeah, <laughs> Roy's just like <laughs> nodding. <laughs> like, uh, like, uh, I don't know. No, but um, it's cliche and all, but I feel like you need to b- develop habits. You need to build good habits that you're keeping yourself accountable for and doing them. So like, yeah, you want to take care of yourself and you have your, you're seeing, you're comparing yourself to other people, but you also have to do those habits and put in the work that those people are doing. You know, like you just can't be like, Hey, I deserve that. Or I have the talent. Gimme, gimme. So it takes, takes time, patience and building a foundation. So I would say yeah. build a foundation first before you're trying to put walls up. Cause if you don't have that foundation. So pretty much what you're saying is like, you've got to prove yourself professionally before you can like start expecting rewards and stuff like that. Yeah. Cause okay. we're okay. So that's great that you went there and actually said that last week I was in my cubicle sharing a cubicle with the sales accountant and another salesperson, right? They're like, Oh, you're from the entitled age. You feel like you're entitled, right? I don't take offended to it. I like to fuck around with people back. Cause if you're going to joke around, I could play it too, and we could be here all day, and I'm not, I don't get offended, you know? So I'm like, yeah, I'm entitled, man. You know, I'm going to go upstairs and, at, and say I need another monitor just to be more, efe- more efficient than you. He's like, yeah, they probably give it to you right away. And he goes fucking around and, and keeps going back and forth with me, you know, about entitlement and everything. I'm like, yeah, I'm an entitled age, but I'm also the age that is going to replace you guys. So. Ooh. But, but, so we went back and forth about entitlement, and he. He, is he was the type of de- type of dude that he has to one up you, uh-huh. and then when his one up ran out, it was like, hey. So for for millennials out there that we always get that you feel entitled, you feel entitled, take it, use it to your advantage, and ride with it. Don't get offended. We get too offended about this. You're entitled. You're entitled. Yeah, I'm entitled. I'm entitled to do better than you. I'm entitled to move forward. Simple as that. Like yeah. I like that. I like that. So it's a, it's a self-fulfilling prophecy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. I like that a lot. Um, especially because, you know, it's, it, it's hard when you feel like you work your ass off. Like I work probably an average of 10 hours of overtime uh, paycheck, right? Yeah. I mean, like yeah. that's like averaging one hour a day. Yeah. People can't even make it through eight hours. And like, I'm, I'm yeah. over here putting in at least nine. I'm taking my work home with me sometimes, yeah. you know, yeah. you know, so, um, I'm I'm working my ass off, yet the recognition isn't there. Right. Okay. Um, if anything, I get more belittlement and I get more of like a double check, fact check shit mm-hmm. as opposed to like... Because they don't want to see us move forward. Because they don't want to see us move forward. They don't yeah. want to see us shine. And then they just yeah. want to put you down and be like, you're, you're uh-huh. putting... So their response to it is like, oh, you're putting in all that work. Oh, it's not going to pay off, man. I tried yeah. to do it for five years here, being here. I haven't got to promote it. Yeah, and it just it, it just honestly feels like the better I do at my job, like the better I am at my job, then the more shit I get. Mm-hmm. So as opposed to like people on my team who aren't good at their job, they just kind of skate by. Yeah, they don't ever get reprimanded. They don't ever get talked to. They don't ever get, you know, anything like that. Yeah. So 
where's the trade-off? Like, do I do I decrease my productivity to skate by, or do I increase no to receive more scrutiny? Your Ooh. trade-off is it's a long it's a it's a marathon. It's not a sprint, and your trade-off is going to be either in that environment you're going to make it to the top, or you're going to find out something better for yourself. And most of the time, people. We'll grind our ass off in a job, and then we'll find that we could do better and we'll go somewhere else and have that position that we wanted. But we put the time in on A to go to B. Yeah. So you get you give what you get. Sixty nine meals. Sixty nine meals. <laughs> but, <laughs> but in reality, though, if you're putting in the work, it's going to pay off eventually. It's not going to pay off. It might not pay off in that position. You might hate it. You might get more shit landed on you. But when you move on to the next thing, the next door or whatever the next opportunity is, yeah. that opportunity is going to pay off for you because so, you already gain all the experience. That, that like goes back, though. A couple weeks ago, I had a talk where I was like, how do you know when it's a good time to let something go? Like, mm-hmm. What are the clear signs to you that it's time to bail? Right? Professionally. Professionally. professionally when, when do you know? Like, Do you ask for a raise and then mm-hmm. you get denied, so then that's mm-hmm. when you bail? Or... Is there somebody who you think shouldn't have gotten promoted over you, get promoted, like you got passed up, like in your mm-hmm. case? Or, you know, do you just face so much peer pressure and scrutiny on the daily yeah. that you just sort of like fall apart, become a stress ball and just mm-hmm. like off yourself? You know, like what is a good time to just realize, hey, this is a dead end job. I need to move on. Uh, there's never going to be a good time. It, it's your gut. Your gut's telling you when you had to make that move. And I've made that move several times. Joey knows. And I made Lord that knows. move on times that I was not ready for it. And, but but I, yep. I just jumped the gun because I was like, I'm out. So it's the gut. And it's, can you sleep with yourself the next day? That should day? happen recently to you. Yeah. That should happen real recently real to you. Recently to me. I was there for a month and I, and I bounced out. Yep. That real recently. I bounced out. I had no job for right away. And I'm like, hey, Joey, I'm unemployed. Yeah, and I was like, "All right, man. <laughs> sure, you're all right. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna rob a bank." <laughs> no, <laughs> but I, both. I had, and it's also it's not just me. Is let me let me tra- backtrack. It's also your support system. I had a great support system. I have Jen at home. I have my parents at home, and yeah. I have Joey, and I have all of the close friends around me. Yeah, and I remember talking to Joey Wilder at the gym, and we were just like, we just randomly meet up at that place, and then he was like, "What's up? What's new, man?" I'm like, "Well, I just quit my job." He's like, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm going to do like side things on the side and work their way up. And then next thing you know, I got a text from my ex-employer like, hey, what's up? What's going on? You busy? I'm like, no, not really. <laughs> it was perfect timing. Like, so it's a gut. It's just taking the risk on yourself and believing in yourself. Yeah. And that's what you know in your worth is right there. You believe that you're worth more. So, hey, I'm going to jump off and see what happens, what pops I'm off. pop off. Pop off. Normally, you would want to be financially like, hey, I got something on the side. So yep. luckily, I was able to make it through. Pop out. But if you don't, I would say, hey, stick it out for a while. But there's never going to be a right time. Yeah. Yeah. I just, you know, wow. I guess. Oh, wait. Sorry, Roy. Were you going to say something today? Hey. No, I just. Oh. There is a light bulb about that. So with my current job, I'm sorry. I'm currently dealing with that, too. You know, like I. Because we, like, have cases. So, like, I close a lot of cases. I get a lot of surveys. But, yeah, I don't see a rise. A rise in responsibility or a rise in pay, a rise in... Responsibility and just being promoted. Like, there's people that have been promoted that have started before... After you? After me. And I'm like, 
Yeah. They're, and they're not telling me what I'm doing mm-hmm. wrong, you know? And that's the crazy thing, too, because, like, us, like, we're, we're not really looking out for the raise. We're looking for the promotion because a lot of yeah. us that we get into these jobs, we don't want to stay at the same position. Like, call us the entitlement freaking generation, yeah. but our, our generation wants to keep moving. Like, yeah. we're, we don't want to do the same thing uh-huh. for the next 20 years. Like, we want to keep moving forward. So that's why they always, they call us out for moving positions. Yeah, because we don't want to yeah. do the same thing. Yeah. We know we yeah. can do better. You know, I actually, uh, I was, this was a long time ago, maybe like a year or so ago, before I had my position currently, and I was mm-hmm. interviewed, and it was like, oh, you know, you've you've had a few jobs over the last 10 years, because mm-hmm. looking back at your job yeah. history 10 years, and they were like, you know, why did you jump around? And mind you, the longest time I was ever with a job was like five years, <laughs> and the shortest time I was ever with a job was like still more than a year. Yeah. So it's not like I was putting in like three months, two months, and then just Jumping dipping around. out. I was giving it a year of my life, you know, and uh, still for like, and the guy who was interviewing me, it was a guy and he was older, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, not too old, but maybe the generation right before mine. So, you know, there might be some sort of rift there, but he was like, you know, why, why did you jump around so often? And I was like, well, I I didn't, I just saw opportunity and I saw like new things I wanted to try. And I just, you know, trying to find my niche. I was like, I think that's pretty common. And then, you know, he even cracked a joke during the interview that was like, no, like, not when I was your age. You know, we we knew a few things about loyalty mm-hmm. or something. And I was like, okay, well, that that's fine. And yeah. mind you, I, I didn't get this job. Right. But just being scrutinized for jumping ship with a job after a year, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, man. That was, that was just wild to me. That was wild. At the time and age that everything's open to us, like, we're able to jump on the Internet and Google something and be like, I can do that. Why not try it? Oh, um, yeah. Like I current, I I taught myself how to code. Exactly. Like software coding. You would have never thought, like what? Me. Our parents. Year ago, you know. Our parents. Yeah. Our our parents wouldn't have thought about that. You know, our parents would have been like, "Hey, I know (laughs) this trade. I'm gonna stick to this trade. Row your boat." (laughs) Damn. Well, I mean, pretty much what I wanted to get off my chest. Uh, Say it with your chest. To the listeners. With that grown folks shirt on. Put some respect (laughs) on my name. Um, So I was hit with a couple, you know, slanderous things a few days ago. Mm -hmm. Um, I was told that I was replaceable. Mm -hmm. They can find somebody in five minutes to take my position. Mm -hmm. And they can train them even faster than that. Mm -hmm. And they went on to say that I can find 20 people right now who will take your job. Mm Mm-hmm. Right, mm-hmm. all this. They called me uh, cancer, mm-hmm. and that my negative attitude is going to spread throughout the office. Mm-hmm. And what do you do with cancer? Cut it off, mm-hmm. right? So all of these slanderous. Well, items, technically, you chemo, but yeah. Uh yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean, yeah. though. <laughs> and um, you know, normally you would retort. Yeah, you'd say some shit back. Right. The person who was telling me this mm-hmm. was not one step above me, not two steps above me. But the man. But was three steps above me in management who was telling me these things to my face, right? Now, that stuff like that, that could really get under your skin. And mind you, like the whole thing of why I got in trouble in the first place was because somebody overheard a conversation I was having with Roy, believe it or not, yeah. about how... The company, you know, kind of underpays people, um, doesn't reward people for good work and stuff like that, and 
just, you know, kind of takes advantage of people being young and needing a paycheck. And uh, so that that was kind of overheard while we were chit-chatting. And um, it came back and fell on my head. Now, mind you, I didn't didn't go back and say, I didn't say that. Mm -hmm. I didn't deny it. Mm -hmm. I never said that I said it. I never like admitted because I don't even remember the conversation. Right. It I was just, that. it was just something that was, it was just something that was brought on me. Like, Oh, you know, somebody heard you saying this and that person who heard you is very important. All this stuff. And I was like, okay, well like, do you know what I said? Well, I can't quote it exactly, but along the lines of this. And I was like, okay, well like, that's just how I feel. It's not, it's not against the law. And you know, it was just, it was just a bad time. So pretty much I was made to feel and this is my point. I, I was made to feel this way. And you should never be made to feel this way. But I was made to feel that I was an ungrateful child yeah. who should, you know, uh, be, I guess, more grateful to the mm-hmm. people who are taking advantage of me. Right. You know, people who are underpaying me and not a- acknowledging my services and my credentials and everything that I do. Yeah. The sales that I bring in and the people that I retain and the relationships that I've driven, yeah. all in the name of that company, I was made to feel that me busting my ass to the core mm-hmm. wasn't good enough, right. and that I'm lucky to be there. Yeah. Why am I lucky to be there? Well, oh, you, you could find 20 schmucks on the street who are dumb enough to take it? Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay, cool. Cool. You know what happened to me at work today? What? A client sent me a box of cookies. <laughs> A week ago, a different client sent me a thank you card. Mm. Did you get corn dogs yet? I have not gotten <laughs> corn dogs. That client you might be the one. All I'm saying is, is that people will do this to you. And this isn't just about a job. Not it's, a, about, it's not just at work. It could be at the gym. It could be just at church. It could be anywhere. It could yeah. be, it be your boyfriend or girlfriend. Store. It could be your parents. It could mm. be your brother or sister. It could be your best friend. Okay. You don't need that. You don't need that. This is your life, and there's nothing more valuable or precious than your time. All right? The way that you choose to spend your time is completely up to you, and nobody can change that, not even God. But the point being is that don't ever let anybody make you feel less than what you are, and don't let anybody ever strip away your accomplishments and things that you've done. Yeah. All right? And on the same note, don't strip away your accomplishment and think you're like, oh, exactly. I can do better. Just acknowledge yourself, too. Like, we're so hard on ourselves, too. Like, we need to, like, l- tap ourselves on the shoulder and be like, hey, you're doing a good job. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. But yeah. It, it's, I think a lot of people listening to know could relate to this because they've probably been in that situation. It might not have been work. It might have been with a significant other. It yeah. might have been with a friend. Could be a boyfriend or girlfriend Anybody. who's like, you are lucky to be with me. Yeah. yeah. Or you're lucky to be my friend. Like yep. We all knew we had that in high school growing up because you know you had that cool click and they would yep. be like, oh, you're lucky I even let you eat lunch with me. I'm you're like, lucky I even invited you. And yeah. at that age, we take it and we're like, yeah, okay, whatever you want, you know, I'll, let me like be all up on you and whatever you want, your <laughs> highness. Like, can I get you some orange like juice? Something. Right. Yeah. Some BS, but like, yeah. Honestly, though, like the people that I work with currently, I mean, the people who are at my level are lower. I sincerely love. I'm I'm like I have been the biggest advocate for their benefits. I've spoken up for many people for management. I've I've you know, I've tried to do everything that I can because nobody's going to do it for them. And even most times they're not going to do it for themselves. Mm-hmm. They might have a point. 
Yeah. These these people might have a point. And just because they're younger than you or they're below you on like the, you know, uh, totem pole or anything like that, doesn't mean that they're any less valid than you are or doesn't mean that, that their ideas are any uh, less important than yours. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is just coming from where I am currently and meeting these people, hearing their ideas, seeing them out and turning disciplinary actions into more of like learning lessons without reprimands. I mean, it's just, it's just wild to me. And I'm, I'm 27. I'm going to be 28 this year. And like, I feel like I've already figured that shit out. Nice. All right. That's good. The people above me, well into the thirties, forties, fifties. Child play. And it's just, (laughs) it's just, man, it's just not cool. Just the, you know, just the, the playground bully. They still want to play that game. Yeah. It don't matter. Anyway, hopefully, your boy's on to bigger and better things. You are. All right. We all are. All Everyone right, yeah. listening on here. Yep. We can all do better I'm gonna, in anything, an aspect. Uh-huh. If it's physical, mentally, whatever, spiritually, family-wise, friendship-wise, we can all do better, and we all should strive to do better. Honestly, it's really up to you. You know, like, that. that sounds like some... Instagram cliche bullshit. That sounds like, you know, some other cliche. I you don't know, know that coming that coming from inspo. you would be fucking great. It's all <laughs> up to you and then your face just doing like damn <laughs> just ruining the whole image. But like on a real note though, honestly guys, the only person who can really limit you is you. Yeah. Because I can I can yell at Tony till I'm blue in the face and I can I can, you know, tell him that he is, you know, the laziest, uh, never on time, you know, n- disrespectful, ungrateful person in the world. Damn. That's just me talking, though. The only things that are going to change from that are, you know, his respect for me, but his productivity isn't going to change. And if, if he's still doing a good job, he's going to continue to do a good job. He's, he's not going to change internally. So be like Tony. And really only listen to yourself and the people who really have your back, you know? Because everybody else, man, they could just shove it. No, don't, 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 I don't want to clout. Don't be like Tony. <laughs> just be yourself. Be, be the best that you can be to be, yourself. Be, Whoever you be, are. Be, just be like Roy. <laughs> just be like Roy. No, be, be the best per. be the best version of yourself. There's another cliche quote right there for you. Yeah. Like, fuck, man. Like, damn. Yeah. For yeah. shout outs. I but mean, like seriously though, that it's true. Yeah. At this day and age, be the best version of yourself. Don't try to be somebody else. Everyone else is taken. Yeah. We all have heard that before, but actually, ponder on it. Like you know, for the last, I want to say two weeks, I've been listening to a podcast, is a Catholic podcast. Seven minutes, right? Seven, seven minutes, minutes in heaven. Seven minutes in heaven. Seven. That's all I need because seven minutes to the gym. Yeah, he knows oh. what I'm talking about. He knows what I'm. Oh, What's he no. talking about? Seven minutes in heaven. Yeah. That game where like you go in the closet and like you have seven minutes in heaven with someone. Oh, ooh. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, sorry, your Catholic podcast. Guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> in a household. No, but just find something that puts you in that mindset. Like some people yeah. need to hear somebody on a podcast. Some people can just hear music and the click, or mm-hmm. some people just need to be spiritually or just yeah mentally whatever, fucking journaling or just meditating, whatever is. Whatever works for you, do it. Don't do what other people are doing just because it's working for them. Find what works for you. You know what that you know what that kind of reminds me of? Um, is uh, you know, you can put like a fish in a tree mm-hmm. and 
it's obviously not going to know what to do. You can put a fish on land, it's not going to know what to do. Yeah. But if you put a fish in water, it's going to be the best swimmer in the, in the entire world, the entire animal kingdom, yeah. right? So I think that maybe some people are fish and they might be stuck in a tree or maybe some people are fish and they might be in the desert right now. Hey. The key is not changing you from being a fish because you're a fish. Yeah. You just need to find your water. Yeah. And then from there, you're going to be the best fish in the whole world. You know, you can really excel. You can find your stuff. You can get moving. Mm-hmm. You know, you're in your natural habitat. So maybe right now you're at that, that job that hates you. Or maybe you're with that girlfriend or boyfriend who just really puts you down. Or maybe you're in, in any situation at all that makes you uncomfortable, doesn't let you grow or excel, doesn't let you reach your maximum potential mm-hmm. of swimming in this case. Right? Find your water. Find your water. And just keep swimming. <laughs> oh, I know you'd like that. <laughs> or just like, uh, I need to find my water. Everyone needs to find their water. Yeah. I need that holy water. Stay thirsty, my water. friends. <laughs> it's the... What did Kendrick say? What? Dying of thirst. You should know. You should quote it. You Dying listen to it every thirst. day. Dying of thirst. Yeah, but you know, it's it's meaning that you don't have any religion. You need to be baptized in the No, it means no, you're just a bat. Anyway, that that is my piece for the day. All right, everybody. I just want you to go home if you're listening to this or on your way to work or wherever you're coming from. And I, I really want you to think about three things that you love about yourself. And I would love to hear those things. If you, if you can drop them in the DM. Pause them now. Slide Ooh. in the DM. Yeah. Let us know. Three Ooh. things that you love about yourself. And you're not, you're not you know, being selfish or you're not putting too much respect on your name by doing this. You know, just like three things you really enjoy. You could say like, I feel like I'm creative. I feel like... I'm I'm a good cook. I feel like I'm a good listener. I feel like I'm compassionate, you know, things like that. That's the stuff that I need right now because your boy going through it and I need some help from my friends. I need some help. He hey, needs some milk. Help. Some milk. I need Roy, some what are three things that you like about yourself right now on the spot? There you go. Uh, I like. Mm, I like about myself. I like my positivity, like being positive all the time with people. All right. Um, and myself. Um, I do like, hmm, I like my body because I worked hard on my body. Nice. All right. Um, way to be specific about that, huh? <laughs> I, li- I, I like my body. I worked I way my too hard. Body. Um, and worked just, I like being, I like that I'm, persistent about things um i know that you mentioned earlier that you know people that will bring you down like from two years ago i was like an assistant for this lady who ran this improv shop and she told me that my writing level was a fifth grade education type level and now you can google me with my writing damn got fired so yeah damn so yeah just being persistent google me Oh, that's yeah. awesome. I wish I could tell that to her face, but I don't. I don't <laughs> but the joy you would get out of that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I sure. like that. I like that. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. So just being persistent and consistent. You there know? you go. Persistent, consistent. Yeah. For the win. I like that. I like that. I like that. I like no, that. that's. No, I know you like it. I'm just. Pretty legit. I'm just like, if people could see your face right now. They can. 
I, I like, doubt it, man. After that yeah. fan, I bet you probably like like fuck this. <laughs> Five minutes <laughs> in, hearing that fan. Uh, it is what it is, my friend. Um, Tony. Three things that I what? Love about yourself. That I love about myself. Yeah. Everything. No. Um. <laughs> my drive. Uh, my passion for things, and I believe that's just uh, it's the main thing right there, man. Nice. I drive to want to do succeed and do the goals that I throw out there for me. It might be crazy in hell. For those of you listening, I completed yep. a Spartan Super and then ran a marathon the next day. It's a true story. How did that go? The hardest part was the drive. Yeah. I drove all the way to Monterey on Thursday, not uh Friday morning. Yeah. Ran Saturday, drove back Saturday. Yeah. Ran Sunday. You treat yourself at all? Huh? T- did you treat yourself? Oh yeah, Saturday? after like I just I've been enjoying eating for the last okay. week. I've been enjoying eating, he says. Enjoying eating. I I just been what'd enjoying you, what eating. What did you treat yourself to after the marathon? Hot fudge the, Sunday. No, man, just brunch right here down the street and a and a drink. That's not even a treat. Really? And then we went no, no, and then we went uh uh you're in New this is a sponsorship right here. This is a sponsorship. Not <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, we went to King and Queen. So if you haven't checked out King and Queen downtown, the spot it's got they got the margarita flights. They got uh, I'll even throw out the happy hour two to six and then ten of closing. Damn. So we checked. We went to that place because Jen's been craving a margarita. I've been craving a margarita for the past just okay. the whole training se- session. But. Uh, even then, I was still hard on myself, too. After I finished, I was like, I could have done better. I should have prepared better, stuff like that. But mm-hmm. that's just me. Being yeah. Me. Yeah. Was it a full marathon or how? Yeah, it was, no, a, it was a full 26.2 right after his Spartan sprint that he did. Yeah. Yeah. I ran nine miles the day before uh-huh. in the trail and then 26. Not only that, miles. but just to add some extra cloud, he finished <laughs> elite class in the Spartan. Yeah. And then he also finished 63rd in the... Um, Dang. Yeah. And and Respect. he was, I think his total time was three hours, 58 minutes. 48. 48 minutes. Yeah. I was close. Yeah. So. Aiming for a 330. Yeah. So I'll get that 330. 26.2 miles in less than four hours. Yeah. You believe that? That's crazy. That is crazy. Keeping the eight minute pace after the 13 mile, the half marathon point. I was like, damn, this is the fastest thing I ever ran. You know, like I was like, I'm killing my half marathon time because I ran those before. Yeah. And then after that, just the 20th mile, the 16 mile hit and I was like, everything hurts. 20th <laughs> so i so i was running on the eighth mile mark or here around uh, north park on university by that uh that big north park building yeah uh, victoria pulled up victoria oh, yeah. sanchez yeah I, well i saw her i screamed her name she ran up next to me she's like you're doing great you have a great pass how are you i'm like i'm fine i'm good you know i'm enjoying life i'm i'm chilling because it's well, seven miles in like it's, it's, yeah it's nothing yet and she's like all right i'll see you at the 20 mile mark i'm like okay maybe i will you know pull up on the 20th mile mark it's around uh before you get to fashion valley that street on friars yeah she's sure enough victoria's right there she's running alongside me i started sprinting just like seeing someone there like i was hurting like i got a cramp at that moment my right hammy pulled it and i see victoria i'm like all right let's push a little she's like oh we're striding now and then victoria's running alongside me hands me a starburst and so shout out victoria Damn. Damn, that's crazy. So it was Aww. cool seeing her, and then I love Victoria. God, her, her, just, just her, her energy. Her energy, yeah. yeah. You vibe off her energy, just knowing she. Ah oh, man, it's just one of those people. Like she can't say very little, but just seeing her energy and her smile, and then yeah, her enthusiasm yeah, she's for awesome. everything. She's so awesome, it was cool man. seeing her, 
And then, yeah, the finish line is pretty cool because, like, as running of the full, you get the red carpet. The half oh, okay. is just, like, red. red and the, so, okay. so the first time you're riding the red carpet, they actually say your name. And you're like, oh, that's cool. With the little medal. As they hand you the medal. Yeah, they hand you the medal. But yeah. you ran a red carpet. Like, I, I'm never going to be on a red carpet. Yeah. Like, unless this <laughs> podcast blows up and they have podcast awards. Hey, but Which it will. Hey, it will. It will. But would we have yeah. podcast awards? I don't know, man. If they do, know. we'll be there. Yeah. But in reality, like, hey, anything's possible for anybody out there. If I could do it, you could do it. Yeah. Yeah, I did a half marathon like four years ago, and that was brutal. Mm-hmm. So props to you. Thank you. I just want to say that I'm proud of the both of you and that I know what the both of you are worth. Mm-hmm. All right? And it's a lot more than any of us have right now. Yeah. I'll just tell you right now. Oh, for you sure. Know, you guys are a couple of the best people I know, mm-hmm. and I'm lucky to be your friend. I'm lucky to have you guys in my life. Not even. Oh, same here. Same We're lucky here. to have each other. We're yeah. at this point. I think everyone in life now knows who's going to be there for them. You know, We're at that age, at, We're that, at that, age that age right now. And if you don't, just look yeah. closely. You know, like could True you trust that. them? Could you make that one call and they're going to be there? Yep. And that's the that's your circle you run yeah. around. Yeah. I agree. And it's funny because that circle gets smaller and then you find people that you didn't like or didn't hang out with in high school, you know, because a lot of people that I'm closer to now, I didn't really hang out with them in middle school and elementary. Yeah. Like now I'm closer with Hector than ever. That's my, he's right there for me. If I need anything, AAA, the homie called, he he was here to help me out with the AAA. So shout out Hector. So like, it's, it's crazy how everything works, but. And the end of it, you have those people you can still run to and you meet new people that are going to yeah. ride with you to the, yeah. through life. Don't give up. Don't yeah. give up. It yeah. gets better. I'm still learning that. I'm still a baby, so still developing. Yeah, he, he, he is Three? a baby. 25? Yeah. Still growing. What's up with that age 25, man? Like, I don't know. It's a, <laughs> yeah. Like that, it's a good age. I, I love that age. I how was that for you guys? 25? 25. 25. Yeah. You couldn't tell me anything. My body was digesting great. Everything <laughs> felt great. <laughs> the hangovers were great. <laughs> no hangovers. Oh, my God. You know, I, I do have to say, um, I think that I'm, I'm hungover off of two drinks now. You feel it? I like, yep. Yeah. Uh-huh. I, I, I get that headache in the front here. That means dehydration mm-hmm. and... You know, it takes me a good like hour to wake up, wake up. Mm-hmm. So Dang. it's crazy because back in the day, we used to train the day after. We would go out and be like, "All right, see you at the gym tomorrow at eight a.m." And just encourage people, like, hey, "All right, let's go deadlift." Oh, do you remember that? <laughs> yeah. Me, me, me. We would go out to PB. We go out to North Park. Mm-hmm. We would go out till literally we shut it down two a.m. Mm-hmm. We would be home at two thirty, <laughs> three a.m. That would be on a Friday, Saturday night, and then I would see him Sunday morning for deadlifts at like eight. 8.30. Or we would, shut, we would go to the gym Thursday night, go yeah. out to PB, and then do it again yep. Friday afternoon after yep. work. Uh-huh. Jeez. And it was just... Damn, were, I miss <laughs> that. I, I miss that. Bounce back. Yeah, I, I used to do that. that in college too, but I would just do cardio, not weight lift. Oh, no, yeah. We, we would be like on the verge of... I think if we did cardio, we'd probably have passed out. Yeah, well, yeah, we yeah. would have passed out. Because we had breaks in between. It's like talk. That was when, oh, though, me no. and you used to be douchebags and bring the little thing of BCAs with us everywhere, though. We had chalk. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. We had chalk. Chalk, BCAs, a gallon of water, wraps and wraps. <laughs> Two shoes. And, yep, different. Well, I mean, I, I still do the BCAs, shoes thing, baby. Yeah. Uh-huh, but Oh, I squat. Oh, hold on. Let me put on my shoes. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Metcons. Rocking with it. Yeah. 
Damn. <laughs> That's crazy. The, it, yeah. What am I doing? Transition. The, the transition. The transition. Just the growth that people do that you don't look back at. Because yeah. now I see people that I know and I'm like, damn, I would have never thought of that of you. Or I, I still think you have more in you. Because I see young people too. Like, um, what was his name? Brian? No. Um, uh, the Brad? guy we had at Brad. Like, yeah. I see young people like him. Like, damn, the sky's the limit for him. I know. He's like 22. Yeah. I know. So it's just crazy to see this. And at this age is when you're actually taking a step back and seeing everything. When you're in your earlier 20s, it's just like, what's going on? Like, I FaceTime Carl on Sunday. Carl from Grown Folks Business. I, I'm going to pay for people for these shout-outs now, man. Like, uh. <laughs> <laughs> this is $5, Carl. Um, you know my PayPal. <laughs> if you made it this far, I'm grown. I'm grown. Shit, we're all grown. <laughs> no, but but like just talking to him, it Roy's like, grown. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Just talking to know. Carl alone in the FaceTime and him telling me, he like, hey, what's up? What's new? And we're talking about fucking houses and just like life stuff like That's that and crazy. baby. And I was yeah. like, hold on, like you're helping me with my audio, but we're still fucking like talking on adult level. And it was, yeah, yeah. damn. It, I gotta level up. To it goes like quick. Them. It goes quick. I gotta level up. We we're gonna level up, and this is nothing to lose. Podcast, and we're gonna keep on living that. Hey, swinging it. Just don't ever forget you're worth more. You're worth the most. Everybody deserves, you know, everything in the world. Answer those three questions. What do you love about yourself? Let me know. Okay, give me some light. Yourself, and as always, Roy. Yeah. Like DJ Khaled says, they don't want you to succeed. Right? Oh, right. DJ Khaled. <laughs> oh, he was hating on your boy. Tyler. He was hating on Tyler. Yeah. It's two different albums. Like, you can't even compare them. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, DJ, yeah. I just. Another one. Another one. Another one. He just wanted to stay blessed. And this has been another and episode. I have nothing loose podcast. Yeah. Roy, thanks for coming on. Joey. Yeah, thank you, guys. Thanks for sharing. Always. Everybody relating. I love you guys. I seriously love all of you. I love all of you. <laughs> Until next time. Next week we'll have a guest. So uh-uh, uh-uh. you'll have something to look forward to besides us. Have a great day. Wait, Don't forget to share us. Where can they find us? They can oh, they can find oh. us at Nothing Lose Podcast on Instagram, Nothing Lose Podcast on Facebook. And you can follow <laughs> me on IG because I am the creative director. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was beautiful. And it's time to watch Golden State. So have a great day, guys. We love you all. Peace. Peace. Peace.